Good morning, everyone. We got about 15 seconds. We're going to get started. 0800 Flash Verizon Wireless Time. Say your name. Where are you calling in from? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody out there in ACN land. Welcome to the Thursday morning mojo call. We do these mojo calls on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings, 0800 to get your day started off right. And on Mondays at 8 o'clock in the morning, um, we have leadership calls with our SVPs. And the great part about that is you ever want to be mentored by an SVP? You want to earn your way onto that leadership call. Um, you can ask questions directly to them and be personally coached by them on there. Um, these mojo calls, sometimes people say they can't get on because of work and things like that, just so you know. Uh, the best ones get recorded and put on teamrevolution.com under trainings. You can go to recorded trainings and there's the mojo calls. If you like uh, mine, I put them actually on my podcast. Also, I uh, put them on my YouTube channel if I don't look too scruffy uh, in the morning there when I first get up. And uh, we'll post those links on our Facebook pages. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel if you like what you see on there. I put on all kinds of ACN stuff and some real estate stuff. But uh, you can subscribe to the channel and check it out. So uh, I want to give a special thanks to Greg Miller, one of our IBOs here in Central Ohio. He's a football coach here for 36 years. He's a legend in Central Ohio. But uh, he talked to me about a book from uh, Urban Meyer. If you don't know who Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer is, he was the coach for the greatest football team in the entire country, OH. I know I heard you say that IO out there. That's what we teach our children, by the way, for you East Coast and West Coast people listening in. We teach our kids that chant before we teach them mama and dada. Um, but Urban Meyer did a book called Above the Line. And at first, <clears throat> I actually had the book on my bookshelf. It's an interesting thing about books, guys. If you read them, they'll actually make an impact on you. Uh, this one was on my bookshelf getting dust. I pulled it down uh, after talking to Greg, and wow, did it have a huge impact uh, on me. So uh, Urban Meyer, if you don't know, let me tell you a little story about 2014, right? 2014, um, our team was projected to be in the top four or five teams in the nation and to play for the national championship. Uh, they were gonna have a playoff for the first time ever for that season and we were projected to be in the top one or two and uh, we were going in, we had a quarterback who was incredible and uh, wouldn't you know, something horrific happens. During practice, in the summer, um, our quarterback Braxton Miller actually has a career, uh, not career ending, a season ending injury right woe is me oh my gosh the hand wringing and things that goes on and we're gonna be bringing on a freshman quarterback people are already projecting that instead of having a winless season we were going to have a couple losses and we were going to be knocked out we weren't going to get a chance to play in the uh in the playoffs and so uh we got our freshman quarterback in there we win some preseason game uh, against somebody uh, little sisters of the poor somebody like that but then we get into a big time game and we get trounced on national tv uh it was uh, virginia tech i mean they just smoked us we did not look good and the hand wringing started in columbus uh well uh jt barrett was actually the freshman quarterback and he actually turns it around 
And uh, he comes and he starts playing great. And we win. we're winning out all the rest of our games until the last game of the season. And the last game of the season, we go into our rivalry game against the team we call the Team Up North. That's right. Here in Ohio, we don't even say the name of the state that's up north of us. We call it the State Up North or the Team Up North. And we're playing in that game. And we're playing great. And wouldn't you know, catastrophe strikes. Adversity, right? Drama. Our uh, quarterback who now as a freshman has become a superstar, he uh, breaks his ankle like he's done for the season, right? And going to need to rehab into next season. It was awful. And um, so here we are. We were on our second string quarterback. Now we have to trot out our third string quarterback. He's literally taken like seven or eight snaps on the season, and we bring him out. Third string. And uh, he hadn't really played at all, and we bring him in. Well, he ends up pulling it off. And winning the game against the team up north. And now we have to go into the uh, Big Ten championship game. All right. So we got to go into that game against a powerful uh, Wisconsin team. And we go in there and we absolutely smoke Wisconsin. I think we beat them by like 40 points. It was crazy. Trounced them, right? Well, we earn our way into the playoffs for the national championship. Now, we get into that, and wouldn't you know, we have to play number one Alabama, first game. Now, Alabama was nothing short of pretty much a professional football team. They had a bunch of starters that go to the NFL that year, end up going to the NFL, but they are just crushing people. Nobody gives Ohio State a chance. You know what happens. We beat them. And then we go into the, the next round of the playoffs, and we're going against Oregon, which is this high-powered offense. There's no way we don't have a chance, and we beat them with a third-string quarterback, and we win it out. So here's the thing. How did that happen? How did that happen? Was it luck? Well, here's a hint. It was not by chance. You see, Urban Meyer and his coaches had started implementing a few years before a thing to build leadership, to build the team, to grow the team. We were going to grow them. um, And he instituted a thing called Living Above the Line. That's the name of this book, actually, by Urban Meyer. It's called Above the Line. And it's not just a football book. Oh, my gosh, does it apply so much to our business and building our business. And it talks about living intentionally, on purpose, and building skills. That's above the line. So imagine drawing a line, okay, and each day you have a chance to be above the line or you have a chance to be below the line. Now, above the line, again, like I mentioned, is being intentional with your life, being on purpose, being skillful. Below the line is real simple. It's just being impulsive, just reacting to uh, the way things come to you, just taking life as it's handed to you. It's living on autopilot, and it's being resistant to change, okay? And uh, a good example of, uh, of, of trying to be above the line would be like, what if you're going to run a marathon? Like... If you're not already practicing for a marathon, could you just go out and run 26.5 miles today? Probably not, right? Not without a lot of pain and injury happen to you. Running a marathon requires preparation. It requires intentional practice, on-purpose diet. 
It requires you developing new skills and developing your lungs and things like that. That would be to run a marathon, you have to live above the line and you have to do it for quite a while and you have to be consistent with it, okay? So above the line living, that's where you want to be, especially if you want to be different than the masses. Now, the masses, most of them, they live below the line. And because they live below the line, they live an average, or you guessed it, below average life. And that's not, I believe, if you're on this call, what you're looking for. So he had that, and then he created a formula. And everybody's like, formula? What? We have to do math this morning? Here it is. It's very simple. Here's what I love about football coaches, and this is what I love about our business. We keep it simple. The more complicated you make things, the less people are going to engage. And here's his formula. E plus R equals O. E plus R equals O. And what they stand for is E stands for event. R stands for the response to the event. And the O equals outcome. E plus R equals O. Okay, Event plus response equals the outcome. Because here's the reality for you in your life. The events that are happening to you that you cannot control, the events, have nothing to do with the outcome. Very little. And I know what you're, you're thinking. You're like, what? No, wait a minute. You don't understand what's happening to me in my life. I have blah, 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 insert drama, right? Whatever it is that's happening for you. That's my outcome. It's determined. I have to live that way. No. Your response to the event is what determines the outcome, okay? And so that was uh, <clears throat> really eye-opening because a lot of us, we have something happen. And look, whatever drama you have going on in your life right now, just know other people have had that drama too. What's going to determine the outcome is your response to that event. Because here's the thing, events that happen, things that other people do, uh, the weather that happens, uh, the things your boss do, what happens in your career, things like that. You cannot control those events. All you can control is your response to that event. And so the response, though, what happens to most of us is because we live below the line, right? Because we're not intentionally, on purposely developing skills and working to, to live above the line. We react to uh, events with an impulsive or worse, an autopilot response. An autopilot response. And here's the thing. Most of these autopilot responses started when you were a kid. They were developed by somebody, an adult in your life probably, and you've carried them on through your life. You are going to have to build a skill <clears throat> to react properly for your response. And it's a six-part, real simple thing. First one is R1. When there's an event that happens, first thing you need to do is you have to press pause. Now that pause could be just a split second in your brain, but you have to ask yourself, what does this situation require of me? What happens to most of us is, if it's something that makes us angry, we fly off the handle. If it's something that makes us sad, we go into a depression, right? Those are all of our autopilot responses, and you have to be able to pause for a second to say, what does this situation require of me? When you first start this system of living above the line, you're gonna maybe even have to take longer than a split second. You might need to take a minute or two to count backwards from 100 or something to slow down and then to do step two, get your mind right. You see, 
your mind, the thoughts that win the battle for your mind will direct your life. So what are we talking about? We're talking about what do you focus on? Do you focus on the positive? Do you focus on the negative? And how do you talk to yourself? Do you tell yourself that you're a winner and and you deserve as much as any person on the planet to win as much as any other person? Or do you tell yourself, that's just not for me. My life is predetermined. This is where I'm going to end up, right? So you're going to, first of all, press pause, and then you're going to check your thoughts. That is a very important, very important part. And the thoughts, the different mindsets that you can have. Now, most of you, I know you're in a good mindset because you're here on a mojo call, right? When you could be doing something else. But there's three mindsets. You know the people that have the irritated mindset that come from negative, they're just so negative. Like when they walk in the room, it sucks out all the air out of the room. Like people run away from them at parties. You know those people. I know that's not you because you're here on one of these calls. But the irritated mindset, you know those people, right? You stay away from those people. But then there's the others that have the survival mindset. Now, a survival mindset is just basically where your brain just takes you to the path of least resistance. This is where most of us end up falling into. It's comfortable. It's convenient, right? Uh, Going to the gym, your body says, man, I'm going to be sore tomorrow. I got to drive through traffic to get there and drive through getting back. I don't know. It's more comfortable and convenient to sit here on the couch, eat bonbons, and watch TV. Or my favorite, Popeye's chicken and Reese's Cups. That's where most of us fall into, right? But the purposeful mindset, this is the mindset of somebody who lives above the line. How do you know it's a purposeful mindset? Because it's productive discomfort. Do you hear what I said on that? It's not comfortable, it's discomfort. See, discomfort is necessary in order to practice, to perform, and to win at an elite level. That's right, you're gonna have to get uncomfortable if you wanna win. And I believe you're on this call, you wanna win, right? So you pressed pause, you checked your mindset, am I irritated, am I in the survival mindset, or am I going to be purposeful? When you say I'm gonna be purposeful, then you gotta step up. That's step three, actually. You have to step up. It's your responsibility to understand the situation and be clear about what is required of you and then respond above the line. That's what stepping up is. See, under pressure, when life's going to throw these things at you under pressure, we do not rise to the occasion. We don't rise to the occasion, right? We rise or fall to the level of our training. That's what happens. We fall to the level of our training. Why do we stress training so much in our business? Because when you get out there and you make contact with the enemy, sorry, it's a military uh, term there, contact with the enemy, when you make contact with the public, you're going to fall to the level of your training when all hell is breaking loose going on around you, okay? Once you make contact, it is too late to try to train and build skill. That's right. When you go out and you run into your perfect future IBO, It is too late to try to practice your skills and get ready. You better have prepared and developed ahead of time before you experience the opportunity of a lifetime. You better be ready to go ahead of time. That's why you have to practice and drill and rehearse, also known as Saturday training and the international conventions. Here's a little litmus test to know whether or not the the thing you're getting ready to do, the response you're getting ready to have, is 
uh, whether it's above the line or below the line. Quite frequently, it's not what you feel like doing. See, how you feel is not always the best guide for what you should do. What do I mean by that? I'll, I'll tell you right now, straight up, I don't always feel like going to training on Saturday morning, right? People say, well, you're an RV, you, you, uh, you go to training because you're an RVP. And the SVPs go to training because they're SVPs. No, 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 no. You have it completely backwards. I am an RVP because I go to training. Training after training after training after training after training. And then one day, bam, it clicks. But I've deposited all those trainings up front. Everything that I've done, all those positive actions, all that personal growth, everything that I did intentionally to live above the line, that's when the results come afterwards. And that's why these systems that those coaches implemented into the Ohio State University 2014 football team, that's why when adversity hit, oh no, we lost our super experienced starting quarterback. It was okay because they understand that was an event they could not control. Right? It was only their response they could control. And then, oh no, our freshman quarterback who was a superstar gets knocked out in the most important game of the year. They knew that that was an event they could not control, and they brought out the next one. They had already practiced, drilled, rehearsed so many times that it was not the outcome turned out favorable for them. If they hadn't already done all those things, and practiced all those times, if that third-string quarterback hadn't taken all those reps in practice, could they have pulled off the impossible miracle and won the national championship? The answer is no, absolutely not. But yet we sometimes think that we're just going to glide our way into RVP or SVP. No, it's all the compounded intentional actions working its way up to for that. All right, so I said there was six. Let me do the last three because I'm way over on my time. Um, adjust and adapt. So after you've done that, right, after you uh, have actually sat there and stepped up, you have to adjust and adapt. Here's the saying, adapt or die, folks. You gotta adapt or die. It's foolish to resent or resist change. We are in a changing world. The world is changing like crazy. And there are so many people that have their head stuck in the sand thinking that it's not. And the real estate community, it's going on right now like crazy. Uh, real estate commissions are under attack. There are so many realtors that have their head in the sand. There's a lawsuit filed the other day looking to chop real estate commissions in half from 6% to 3%. It is a rapidly changing world. Big tech technology is coming in from Silicon Valley and they're attacking real estate commissions. So realtors that are out there have their heads stuck in the sand. No, it's going to pay 6% forever. They're crazy. It's over. It's changing. Don't resist it. Just adapt to it. And here's the inescapable reality, no matter what profession you're in. Sorry, I got off on the real estate rant there. But things change. Things change. They're going to change. And that's just it. So don't like try to resist it. Dig your heels in. Just know that it's a reality. And so adjust and adapt. And then number five is make a difference. You got to make a difference. Here's what you need to remember. Whatever your response is to the event that happens to you, ends up being an event for someone else. Think about that. You got drama going on in your life. The response you take to that drama 
is going to be an event for the other people around you. Ooh, when you start thinking about that, your attitude and behavior will have a profound impact on the people that you love that are around you. The quality of your relationships is determined by how you choose to manage your response. Here's the big thing for you for team builders out there in ACN. You don't get the team you want. You get the team that you build. Ooh, think about that. You're going to attract people that are just like you. So if you want to have better people on your team, guess what? You have to get better. And then the last one we'll wrap up with this is number six. You have to build skills. See, here's the thing. Greatness is a choice. Talent can take you to a level, a certain level, that gets good results. But then after that, if you want to be elite, if you want to be an exceptional, it is going to take a level of focus and discipline in pursuit of the greatness. You've got to build skill every day. How often? Every day and consistently to get better. You've got to be coachable. You've got to train and practice above the line and be intentional on purpose and embrace discomfort. See, to reach a new elite level, you've got to push yourself through specifically designed repetitions. What are those? Doing presentations, going to training, going to the international. And you got to do it with uncommon dedication, not just once or twice. You've got to do it over and over again. So here's the six and I'm done. Number one, you have an event that happens, you got to press pause, at least for a split second. You've got to get your mind right. Where am I at? Am I going to be in a positive mindset? And then I got to step up, adjust and adapt, realize I've got to make a difference for the people that are around me, and then I've got to build skill to get to the top. So hopefully that helps some of you out there today. Thank you, Greg Miller, for turning me on to that. Everyone, have a great one. Here is your action call. Here it is. Right now, today, you need to get registered for international if you're not. Do that. That's an intentional act, right, to live above the line. If you are registered, here's what you need to do. You need to get your airplane tickets. That's right. I hear people all the time when we're going to the West Coast and say, tickets went to $1,000. Well, they were 300 bucks when you did it a month ahead of time. So be intentional today. Get your plane tickets knocked out. 28 days before is a nice window for you to get a great discount on tickets. And then also get your hotel room booked. All right, guys. Have a great one. I will see all of you in San Jose. O-H-I-O. There you go. See you soon.